welcome back to the Multiversity Manga Club. I'm Walter, I haven't been here for a while, and as always, I'm joined with my, well, not always, but usually in our seventh, up to our seventh one, usually joined by my co-hosts, Emily Myers. Hi. And Zach Wilkerson. Hey, I'm back. We're both back. <laughs> we're both back and good again. Yes, we're living normal people lives, sort of. Yeah, sort of. I had a job interview today. How grown up is that? Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow, good for you. How'd it go? I think it went okay. I I worked eight hours for the first time in a few months and felt awesome in a weird way. (laughs) Just like, just just work, not having to worry about studying when I get back. I was like, man... This is the best eight-hour workday I've ever had where I'm actually working all day. Yeah, but you do have to wait for bar exam results. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, what is the wait like on those? Um, it's uh, three months. So wow. until, the, okay. until the end of October is when, okay. when I When I took my boards, it, they told me it would be... I think they told me it would be a month, but I found out four days later. Oh, geez. Yeah. I, I think, wow. I think they say like the end of October, but it usually comes out more mid October. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm not worrying yeah. about it until I actually have it. So yeah, that's smart. So since all three of us were last together, um, Zach actually went to Japan. Ooh. Did you uh, just get back from that, Zach? No, no, or, that was about a month ago. Though? About a month ago. Yeah. I see I, I, I've been in a little study hole and I lost all sense of time and space and don't know who's doing what where. I've pretty much just been a recluse. Yeah. <laughs> so how was the trip, Zach? It was uh, pretty incredible. Um, so it was, a, it was a school trip through um, the, the pharmacy school and we oh. have like a sister program there. And so it was kind of like really healthcare centric kind of, you know, Right. Like, talking, like learning about their healthcare system and how it's different and, and stuff like that, which was really cool, like in and of itself. But then, you know, we had evenings and the weekend to ourselves. So I just kind of, cool. you know, ran around Tokyo, went and saw the sights and, and sounds. And it was yeah. pretty, it was pretty amazing. Um, you know, I went and hit up all the big sites, went to the, you know, the, the big crossing uh, at Shibuya and went Ooh. to Akihabara and <laughs> went up in the sky tree. Um, so yeah, it was all really fun. You know, I, I, it was just like, Oh man, here is like all of this concentrated stuff. I really like. All yeah. the ones <laughs> <laughs> is the, is the big Gundam still there? Is uh, there- no. So actually I think that they took it down because they're building a new one. They're replacing uh. it. Oh. Um, but I did go to the Gundam Cafe, which was <gasps> right. fun. That's cool. Is it, yeah. I mean, is it just like Gundam themed or is there something all special about it? Yeah, it was like the food was all Gundam themed. And it, honestly, I went there with another guy who is a way bigger Gundam fan than I am. Yeah. Um, and so he got way more out of it than I did. <laughs> and we actually hung out there too long. And then like on our way back to the train, I found the square Enix cafe and I very much wanted to spend time in there, but we had to get back. And so I was a little sad. Oh man. Yeah. 
Yeah, the Gundam Cafe was actually recently name dropped. Is that the proper term when it's a place? Is it still name drop? Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. It's recently name drop in a track off of this bassist named Thundercat, like electronica bassist. It's kind of unique. He has a song called Tokyo, and it's just him singing about all the nerdy things he's going to do in Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, that was that, my life. That I song went, was about you, Zach. Yeah, I went to a Pokemon Center. I went to, oh. um, I'm trying to think of, well, I, I, you know, pretty much like every department store or, or you know, like media store that you go to has just an, an incredible, A, like video game section, and then yeah. B, uh, like manga section that puts any like manga or graphic novel section in the states to shame right um, like there were there were section like manga sections in just normal stores that were bigger than most comic book stores i've been in right so it's just wow. a to- you know totally different culture for that stuff were you were you mainly in the tokyo area is that where yeah. you were staying okay yeah yeah. The, um, did you, uh, what was the other thing I was going to ask? Did you go to any arcades? Did you see arcades? Uh, so I went in a few pachinko places. Oh. I didn't really go in any arcades very much. I saw like yeah. the, the like club Sega arcade. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty famous one. Yeah. And then like Taito, I saw that and, but no, I really didn't go in any arcades, I guess. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Cause that's just the part of the culture I think is really cool. I kind of wish, because it's, like, just another thing that, like, arcades just aren't really a thing in the U.S. anymore. It's just something you can go and do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did see while I was there um, a new VR arcade just okay. had, like, just opened in Shinjuku, and they had VR Mario Kart playing. Oh, yeah, I heard like about that. The Namco-developed yeah. arcade game, but, but translated to VR, which looked insane. <laughs> But, I don't know if I wow. want to see a like, blue shell coming at me. Like I was gonna say, person. I was gonna say, if a blue shell hits you, do you like flip around and fly into the air <laughs> in your VR? Oh, like, do you get that sensation? The, I don't full, <laughs> full immersive experience. <laughs> if you get hit by a bullet, Bill, do you just you just explode? <laughs> <laughs> wow. A small, small explosive goes off next to you. Oh. No, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it was incredible. I had a really good time. I, you know, can't wait to go back again and, you know, yeah. take the knowledge that I, that I had with me and, and <laughs> you know, what I know uh, now and, and, <laughs> and do it again. Yeah. Have, exactly. Have, yeah. Have more that's time a, to. Yeah. That's the thing with any trip, you know, Yeah, you're always like, you come back and it's like, all right, now I know exactly how I'm right. going to do it so when the I go, second time. When I go next time, I will spend more time at this place or. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this month, what we're going to be uh, talking about in our book club section is A Silent Voice. Uh, This is by Yoshitoki Oyama. And it's a definitely, I'd say, a change of pace from anything we've covered so far. Yeah. Um, It's it's definitely more serious than, I mean, obviously we talked about Monster, which is certainly serious, but this is serious in a very personal way. it has to do with uh, bullying is the main theme. Um, one of the main characters is a deaf girl and probably the, at least for the first two volumes that we customarily cover, um, the m- male protagonist seems to, at least at the moment, be the primary protagonist. Though I can, 
see that perhaps shifting as it goes on. Yeah. Um, and I'll find out because I don't know about you guys. I love this and I'm going to continue reading it like maybe after we finish recording this. Yeah. 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 This was, um, so I guess like full disclosure, this was Emily's suggestion and this was maybe besides maybe monster. This is maybe my favorite thing that we've read so far. Yeah. It's very good. And honestly, uh, when I suggested it, uh, it was kind of just a word of mouth thing. I had just been hearing a lot of good press about this and it had recently gotten a movie, so it was kind of like, you know, being recognized on a wider scale. So I just thought, um, since it's pretty easily accessible and it's uh, pretty short overall, um, I thought we should check it out. And I'm, yeah, I'm definitely glad we did because I also really liked it, even though it was a bit tough yeah. at times. Yeah. It was pretty raw. Yeah, um, it was. Pretty, pretty real at times. Um yeah and, yeah. yeah, and just just a heads up for anyone who's like tuning in and maybe hasn't read it yet. It is available if you have a Crunchyroll subscription. It's available. The entire series is on their uh, manga app. So right. yep, yeah. So jump on and check that out. Which is, I believe, how each of us uh, read it. Yeah, yeah. And, and overall, I think it's only like sixty some chapters. It's pretty short for a manga. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah. this is this is this is getting a bit off topic uh, from the actual manga itself, so I won't go too much into it. But it's, it was interesting to me how Crunchyroll has this, uh, you know, kind of as people have been saying for a long time what they want with American comics, and we sort of have with what's called Marvel Unlimited. You know, by having this as like a secondary service, um, having like you know streaming manga, it's you know like a Netflix of manga to go with their. Netflix of anime. I thought that was a very interesting yeah. uh, combination, but yeah. I digress. Um, the as, as was mentioned earlier, it, this is just real raw stuff, and I really feel it gets to when you're dealing with bullying in fiction. I think it's really difficult to do right because it's hard to you got to walk the fine line between being authentic and cliche. Right. And, you know, normally in a lot of other things, that's not a fine line. There's a big difference. But sometimes um, when trying to portray bullying and the problems associated with it in fiction, sometimes you can be pretty close to the mark of what it's actually like and yet still fall into the kind of um, overdone nature of it uh, overdone like uh, portray- portrayals of it ways it's framed and I think what she does in this is fairly interesting in that we're mainly at least at the beginning uh, getting it from the bully's point of yeah. view and then it continues on to um, this is this is where we get sort of close to what you might think is a cliche in other situations, but we see that, you know, things aren't working out well for the bully either, but it's not right. It's, it's different and it feels more real because a lot of the problems that this bully, uh, Shoya faces come from his own bullying. Right. And it highlights the fine line that evolves in childhood. I think of, you know, bullying just happens. Everybody does it yeah. not like everybody everybody but it's so commonplace and 
there's like always this certain line that once someone crosses it, right. then they're seen as, oh, you're a bully. But it's like, well, what, what was they, what were they doing that was that much worse? Right. And that's something she really puts a lot of focus on. I thought it was very yeah. interesting. It felt very real to yeah. me. Yeah. I thought it was a fairly complex look at kind of the hierarchy of like, well, not really the hierarchy, but just like the ways in which people were at different levels, like bullying this girl and also being nice to her. Like it wasn't so like, it wasn't, well, I don't want to say it wasn't linear. I'm not really sure how to put it. It was, you know, it was kind of just little snippets of like the school day, you know, you'd see uh, Shoya. Well, the worst thing he did was that he uh, broke her grenades, which eventually I think this was kind of the turning point uh, for him where, you know, the school, um, you know, was told that these hearing aids cost like over $10,000 and they would have to pay. And like, you know, they wanted to find out who had done this. And so that kind of like turned everyone against Shoya. But then you see like other students had also been bullying her, though maybe not to the same extent. Um, yeah, yeah. Like specifically, it, you know, he, he, he himself like calls out like the group of girls who were like gossiping about her or like his friends who yeah were you know do it yeah exactly it just, but it's different forms of bullying it's really interesting how just the tides turned against him pretty quickly like these friends who were kind of at the beginning of the story like you know doing these kind of like i think they call it like daredevil challenges with him and you know just kind of like rough housing and stuff and then you see him coming home and you know his mom's like oh you know like what happened? Your friends don't come over anymore. Or you see him like alone in his room as opposed to before when, you know, he had like two or three friends over and um, yeah, it's. <sighs> yeah. It, it's, I think, it, you know, I, I personally haven't gone through anything near as severe. Um, I, I think really the most uncomfortable thing about it isn't so much like the extraordinary, for me at least, um, speaking personally, uh, not not so much the um, extraordinary measures that Shoya goes to or um, what Shoko, the Death deaf girl, girl suffers. Um, you know, th- those are very real for sure. And it's uh, pretty, you know, that does, stuff like that does happen all the time. Um, what made me feel kind of bad about reading it was seeing the other kids and like feeling, you know, I feel like I've sometimes been like right. in that role where I'm, yeah, you know, when I was a, like accomplice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I just had the sense to maybe not go too far. And does that really make it better? Yeah. Because they did actually, you're right. They did have a line there. They're like, Whoa, that's going way too far. Like when he was, you know, well, of course, once the teacher said, well, um, you know, if if no one owns up to this, we're going to have to get the police involved. And then everyone, of course, turns on Shoya and says, you know, wow, you know, this was, you know, what was, what were you thinking? Like, right. You know, breaking her hearing aids. But before, you know, they didn't, and, they didn't care. And, and it's really, it's really uh, a tough question of really who in this situation is worse. Is it the person who like goes that far or is it? everyone who is pretty much encouraging this and now they have a way out. You know, it's, it's hard and it's rough to yeah. read because it's something we've all seen from some point of view from one of the people involved. I think pretty much everyone can 
relate to this uh, situation. And yeah. it's not a, it's yeah, not it's, a happy thing to relate to no. in either case. No, yeah, it's a really good like representation of I think kind of that that those like elementary school socio dynamics, you know, just yeah. like yeah. the weird world that kids live in and the rationalizations yeah. that they have. I forget, does it start in uh elementary? Okay. Yeah, okay. and then So then there's a flash forward into high school. High school. Yeah, and and um I thought, you know, cuz cuz at first I'm reading these chapters before we we get the flash forward to high school and I'm thinking like, oh god, I how am I ever going to empathize with this guy? He's so cruel, you know, and 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 I don't know if I'm going to be able to to really, you know, get behind him in any way, but I don't know how she did it, but you know, there's that scene when the teacher, you know, tells them, you know, we are going to owe all this money and stuff. And he almost, he's like shaking, you know, he almost admits that it was him. But then of course the class kind of um, beats him to the punch and points at him anyway. And like, from that point on, uh, he's kind of bullied, not in exactly the same way uh, as a Shoko, but similarly, and he's kind of, uh, you know, um, ostracized from everybody. And, you know, I found myself, I don't want to say like really rooting for him, but wanting to see him improve and become a better person. Right. Uh, when he, when it shifted to high school. Yeah. Oh, even it seems so far, she doesn't, uh, take the easy way out. You know, there's, you can see like a bunch of other, like a bunch of moments throughout it where it could go in some sort of more after school, special kind of way, but she, you know, just plays it authentic. Um, you know, and, and, you know, you mentioned like wanting to, in some sort of way, root for Shoya. It, um, it's more like an idealistic, like, wow, I wish, you know, I'm not saying this forgives the cru- the cruelness, but it's like, I wish bullies could want to, I guess, redeem themselves like this. And I mean, not in a selfish way. It almost kind of sounds like, and he he's punishing himself too, which it was kind of... Like, you know, he was, I think, about to kill himself, right? Yes. The, yeah, yeah, and that's the kind of the other, like, really hard thing about this book is not only is it, like, dealing with bullying, it's also dealing with, you know, suicidal ideations yeah. and, and, like, really dark, heavy stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and wasn't, uh, didn't Shoko even uh, hint that she had too, or am I... Yeah, she I had don't. said something, okay, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's, uh... It's uh, talked about later or, um, you know, more light is thrown onto this. But um, I thought she said something about wanting to give up once, too, or something. And I think maybe. maybe that was referring to it. There was a line. Yeah. She said, I think, wasn't it like in regards to like it was centered around the notebook. And she said something about, you know, I I gave up once. And I thought that that meant maybe like in relation oh, to oh. like like him, like gave up on him. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like trying to reach out to him. That's a good point. That might have been. I I will say, I guess that's my one, and it's not really a complaint. I'm just curious. Like, I wonder why she is so (laughs) pure, I guess. You know, she's, I mean, there are people like that, though, who just say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, even though people are just, like, you know, being cruel to them. And it's, like, heartbreaking. It's like, why are you doing this? Um, which, which is also makes me want to read more. I want to find out, you know, what, you know, what is kind of triggering this or if this is just her personality and, you know, right. Yeah. See how it plays out. Yeah. That's, 
that's a good point too because I could I didn't necessarily feel this way but I could understand how some people it's like the Superman argument you know where people yeah. are just like Superman is unrelatable because he's just too good basically right. um, which I've never really bought into necessarily right but multiple characters besides you know just the the protagonists have trouble like accepting how nice she is like her sister yeah yeah doesn't get her either you know a lot and so i thought that went a long way to like lending some credibility to it i guess or or at least like a little bit more yeah empathy to the situation yeah i just feel that the way the rest of it has been written i don't feel i feel like there is probably a reason like it doesn't feel like it's a you know it's a flaw in character writing or anything i feel like there's definitely more to it so that's why i said that i'm just i'm just curious to to know more me too and and i definitely think uh oima's um art really brings it's a great story too and the art but the art like really brings it to life you like see these emotional moments and you like see she really sells how like much pain these people are yeah. going through emotionally. You like see some of these yeah. like uh, depictions of their faces and man, they look like crap in yeah. a good way. <laughs> right. Like, I was going to say, yeah, really good facial expressions. Yeah. And, um, the, the, there were definitely like a few shots of oh, shots, you know, panels of show you just really like selling, like how you can see how racked with guilt he is. Right. And it, it's in that sort of, uh, way that uh that that thing that comics do very well um that can't really be done as well in other mediums where okay people don't really like look like that right you know people don't wear that facial expression exactly but that's kind it kind of shows how you feel yeah i think i think that's kind of what her art does um she depicts expressions that reflect not so much how you actually look, look when you're sad you know, or yeah but instead yeah. how you feel you look right if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah um i also thought it was fairly interesting the uh relationship that yeah, i'm wondering if this will be brought up since they've done the times given everything but everything that was with the teacher seemed kind of odd. Like I couldn't really put my finger on him. You mean like him? Was he really, you know, he he was fed up with Shoyo in a way that he just didn't really like dealing with him. Mm -hmm. But there was a one line. I forget exactly what Shoyo said. Oh, he said you, you did it too. You, uh, you like made, not made fun of her, but kind of, Right. It contributed to Yeah, the... there was like a line where he was basically like he kind of like empathized with with yeah. Shoyo about like about like not uh, right. about being like frustrated with having to deal with right. her basically. My my interpretation of those scenes, because there were a couple scenes that were really short and kind of abrupt where the teacher would take Shoya into, you know, I guess the teacher's lounge and say, Okay, you gotta stop doing this. Like it kind of just felt like okay, I have to tell him, so he'll stop, like, obviously the teacher probably, you know, 
doesn't want to see her be bullied, but he also doesn't want to deal with this like constant, you know, um, reprimanding of Shoya. So, you know, he does have a hand in it too. I just saw it as him kind of being exasperated and like, okay, I have to do something, but I don't want to do any more than just this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. is also yeah. uncomfortably what real. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. But also, like, wasn't he – so there was the one teacher who came in, the female teacher who wanted to take the, you know, few minutes a day to teach everyone sign language. Right, and, and he was, he was basically that. just like, yeah. that's not yeah. that's not reasonable. We're not going to do and that. And you could see some teachers that were very accommodating, like the music teacher, um, you know, telling her, you know, she has, she's going to have some problems singing. But if we all try to help her and, you know, create well, I think a – that might have been uh... – the aide who was oh. also teaching. Okay, never mind. Yeah, same yeah, okay. I think it was. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay, so that, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> you yeah. saw how that went, so yeah. Right, yeah, it's tough. Like, anything, you know, at that age that, like, makes makes things have to work differently because of you specifically is really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know, I, I have... Um, like a severe peanut allergy. And so growing up, like in my, you know, especially in like elementary school when like kids are younger and less responsible, it was always like we couldn't have like peanut things in the classroom. Mm. And, it, and everyone always knew it's like, oh, it's because. <sighs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I, I related to that. Yeah, because they were they were always saying, okay, I guess it's just something we have to deal with because. Um, yeah. Shoko can't hear. So, you know, we got to, we got to you know, go slower in class, you know, she's really slowing everybody down and stuff. And, and that was the kids, you know, treating her like an alien and, and really early on in the, in the manga, there's a really cool, uh, like two page spread of, um, when she first introduces herself with her notebook, um, you see her, she writes, you know, I can't hear. And then the next page you see her kind of floating in space, holding the thing and then you see um Shoya staring at her which is like a pretty clear metaphor you know for you know she's may as well be from a different planet but I think that was a good kind of framing shot for the whole rest of the volume I mean it was like it wasn't like a super deep take or anything but I just thought it was I thought it was effective I I remember that shot yeah and you mentioned earlier the uh, repeated line of the, like, oh, I guess this is just something we have to deal with. I forget the exact wording that they use yeah. in the translation, yeah. but something like that. And that whole, like, there was a couple of sequences where it was kind of alternating between, you know, Shoya uh, seeing something and thinking, oh, that's what we have to deal with. And then, you know, yeah. going back to being a bully. And that was, again, sort of something that it just really is realistic. It kind of gets that when you're like, at that elementary school age and you can just so easily go back and forth from, okay, yeah, I'm supposed to be, you know, this is what we're supposed to do. And then just go back to being terrible. And you see it, you you definitely see that. Yeah. As as you're like kind of grappling with becoming a real person, so to speak, Yeah, you know, as you're trying to figure out uh, the boundaries of decency, you know, you just, see kids just swing from one end yeah, to the other. You see what you can get away with. And then once you hit a certain point where it's like, okay, we really can't yeah. tolerate the same more. You're like, you Oh, swing okay. too far to one direction and yeah. not get the chance to come back. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as we've made it clear, I, I thought this was 
pretty much exceptional. Yeah. I'm going to dive right back into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much read the whole, like, the two volumes almost in, in one sitting, yeah. so. Same here. Yeah. I feel like I could it was, through it was it really pretty, quickly. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty easy to read. I felt like it was very effectively, like, visually, you know, just well laid out. Um, I was yes, able to get sure. through it, you know, and, and even if I didn't like, even if I, if this makes sense, even if I didn't really like stare at a panel long enough, I was, I was following the flow of the panels. I could get what was, you know, what was being conveyed in each scene. It was really effective and good. So yeah, this is, yeah. this has definitely gotten a lot of praise for, a, you know, for very clear reasons. So, um, I did have one question that I like wasn't very clear on yeah um while reading it do you all know like what the like what the deal was or maybe like the joke was with his sister with oh i don't i don't know i think it was just that his sister was like promiscuous or something well there was that there was that like the the different boyfriends but like the two times i know there was at least like two scenes and i think it was in that first issue where he would walk into her room and she would just be laying down be asleep you never saw her ever other huh. than like in her room asleep and you never saw her face or hmm. anything yeah that is interesting I, I wonder if there's going to be some particular reason for that or if it's just i mean one possible thing that i it might be to like emphasize his like yeah. different home dynamic yeah um, you know, with his, uh, I don't think yet there's been any mention of dad. Yeah. What happened no, with his dad? I think his mom is just a single mom and she's running that like hair salon. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that that sort of like perhaps emphasizes the, the, the different yeah. just situation that they're yeah. in because yeah. of that. Um, but maybe there's going to be some other reason for that later on or, yeah. Maybe it, maybe it is just to like add a little bit of lightness to it of just, oh, you never actually see the sister. I don't know. Right. I don't know. But, I mean, obviously things have settled down somewhat because she, she has a child. And, yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe this is just, I, and I just thought of this now. I don't know if this is actually relevant, but I thought maybe it just kind of added to this theme. There was a lot of like repetition, but not in a bad way. It was just kind of like, you know, how just there are all those chapters of Sh- of Shoko being bullied, just how much of it was repetitive in different ways. And I don't know if that, I mean, this is like his home life, so it's different, but I, I don't know. I just kind of noticed like repeated just kind of activities and like, right. you know, uh, behaviors and things like that, um, especially at school. So I'm not sure. It, it adds to the, uh, just, that's what that's what life is a lot. You know, right. You do the same just, thing, go through the same stuff. Yeah. Do the same stuff. So. And maybe to a kid, it does seem like oh, she's just doing the same thing again. She's just laying down, and there's a new guy here, but it's all the same. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, so. We all, I believe, heartily. <laughs> if it wasn't clear, yeah. <laughs> we all heartily recommend this um, again. Uh, you can access it either through Crunchyroll if you have a subscription. Um, I believe it's on sale on Comixology. Um, you can get paperbacks as well. It's all finished. How many chapters is it total? It's, uh, it's about I think 60, 
Yeah, it's in the sixties. It's it's really not that long. Not very, especially you know for manga. Um, and it reads pretty quickly. And neither of you have seen the movie, correct? No, I haven't. There is, there is a. I don't think it's been. Um. Yeah. It's not been dubbed yet. I'm not sure. I think it was maybe released here, but it might have just been subbed. Um, though okay. that's usually when things are released here in theaters, it is dubbed. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think it has been released here in some form or maybe it's available online somewhere. Um, but yeah, there is a full length, uh, anime movie, which I, I feel like maybe, and I haven't read the whole thing, but I, I kind of feel like maybe that's pushing it. Like it feels like it maybe has too many chapters to be able to fit that amount in though. I guess movies have been made with way more chapters than that. So, or, you know, based on much more material. So Maybe I'll check it out after I finish reading it. Yeah, you, you might be tipping our hand a little bit to next month's episode. Yeah. Speaking, oh. of, spe- <laughs> speaking of movie adaptations, as some of you may be aware, next month has the exciting Netflix original film. I mean, original in quotes. They mark it as Netflix original. <laughs> right, but it's, you know. <laughs> of the American adaptation of Death Note. I don't actually know anyone who's involved in it besides Willem Dafoe. Right. I don't know. So, and that's the main reason I want to see it. So for a change of pace uh, for next month's Manga Club, we will be covering the Death Note adaptation. We'll be comparing notes over um, from I mean, what, what we know and remember from the manga. I might. Some of us are more familiar. I've seen the entire series um uh, of the anime, Walter's read a little bit of the manga, and I think Zach, you have too, right? You've read for the. I've read the. I've read the manga. I think I okay. might in that time go ahead and just read the whole thing. Oh, just so it's cool. all fresh. I may try to watch the. I may try to watch the anime. Oh, uh, the anime! I, in my opinion, uh, it's it's really good. Um, especially the dub. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan of dubbed anime. Um, so maybe maybe for you that'll be a better choice, just so you can kind of. It's it's. I guess it's a more passive experience. Maybe you'll enjoy it better that way i don't know but um yeah um, i'm sure we'll only have very nice things to say about well the- i don't know I, might, it, I so the clips we've seen or that that walter and i have seen have been Not pretty good. pretty bad um but i'm i i think willem dafoe has really inspired casting but that's about yeah <laughs> um i gotta say if you're gonna do a live action american one who else but Willem Dafoe could For be Ryu? Weird ass um, <laughs> god of death, you know. So, join us next month for that. Yes, we. I mean, you don't have to watch it too. We'll we'll, we'll do this for you. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tell you in detail. <laughs> Maybe you, not in detail, you, but you we'll, can wait. We'll... You can wait for our final verdict. Yeah. And we'll be back in uh, just a little bit of a break. Uh, and to uh, go over the past month's worth of Weekly Shonen Jump series. Hi, I'm Paul, the host of the Comic Syllabus Podcast, a weekly show on the Multiversity Network of Podcasts. We read widely and we dig deep, bringing different analytical approaches to our study and appreciation of the wide variety of comics out there. Along with comics teachers, critics, and creators, we do close readings of classic and current exemplars of the medium. And we invite you to join us every Tuesday here at MultiversityComics.com. So let's dig deep. All right, welcome back. Uh, this is the second half, as you're probably aware. We'll be talking about uh, some of the series that are currently running in Weekly Shonen Jump here in the U.S. Um, not everything. We don't read exactly everything. Some stuff too much to catch up with. 
right. some stuff. Not much has happened. Some stuff we just don't like. Right. <laughs> cough. But, we never learn cough. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. One series that we do like is One Punch Man. Um, I feel since we last talked, you know, we're kind of getting a little bit, not just this month, but the one before since we had the kind of fill-in episode. Um, but definitely a, a lot has happened recently with this whole uh, wrapping up of the kind of martial arts tournament yeah, perk. right. And Murata is still just insane with his art. Yeah. He's really just had some pages in these yeah. This past month or so that has so just much blown me away. Detail, yeah. But yeah. here's something I was thinking about that I wonder if you guys feel the same way. And I hate saying this when I just started off saying, well, we like this. Well, <laughs> um, I mean, you know. we, we've talked in the past before about how one of the things that makes One Punch Man really good is it's, you know, a comedy, but it also has like a good enough story. You're like interested, you're invested at the same time. It's not just funny but at the same time i feel like he's been a bit it, well he you know it's an adaptation it's one and it's Murata. one and Murata. um i feel like in the past few chapters that it hasn't been funny enough and it's kind of the kind of i don't want to say the cracks are showing that sounds too severe but no it's kind of no. reminding me at least that okay the story is just good enough and so when we're just getting story <laughs> I'm yeah. like, kind of like being like, okay, I kind of want it to get funny again. I don't know. Maybe that's just uh, me. It has been very serious lately. Yeah. yeah. It, it's been pretty much, in fact, it's actually kind of funny, the parallels between yeah. like One Punch Man and My Hero Academia right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're yeah. in like very similar places. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think maybe it's it's only becoming more noticeable because so few of them come out. It seems like well, we've gotten a lot of One Punch Man lately, right? But um, I just feel like when it's been so long, when like you know, without seeing Saitama or seeing some of the minor uh, characters, um, at least this time, at least uh, as of today, we saw King. So yes, we did. That's I, I a think plus. I feel like the stories are always because it has such a great ensemble cast. Um, I felt like that was because because the first really serious chapter I remember in a while was that one where they were all meeting in that like dojo or something and they first unveiled. Yeah, was, they was, first, that, was that a flashback? Or? Uh, I think so, kind of. Yeah. They first revealed that monster yeah, the, monsterization thing, yeah. right? With the the swordsman, I think. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah, that yeah. the atomic samurai or whatever that guy. Well, that guy was one of the people fighting against. So I think that was when Goketsu or whatever first transformed. Maybe, maybe. it's been a while. Um, but I thought that was a really cool chapter. And then I think maybe it's just kind of. And plus, also, this chapter wasn't really as action-oriented as some of the past ones. I mean, there was a little bit, um, but it was just a little bit more talking and kind of serious talking. Um, yeah, I, I think maybe that's why you noticed it more. Yeah, I think that's a good point with the one uh, that one chapter with the different swordsmen. It, it, I think it's more effective when it's just like, oh, we've got like a chapter that's really serious all of a sudden. Yeah. As opposed to now where it's kind of just been serious for a while and it's kind of like, okay... Uh, let's get back to the last. It's, it's so of. weird. I feel like I don't one, want to sound dismissive. I know it's 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 just a little you know it's it's a criticism. It's not like a huge criticism. But I feel like One Punch Man is one of the only series where I can think like the more people on screen, the happier I am. I feel like <laughs> they can cram point. so many characters. I just love all of the the new like, characters he comes up with. Like I'm just like I just want to see more. 
Yeah. I just want to see more. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, these these past few chapters have had, like, a ton of really great, crazy monster designs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which has been fun. But, yeah, it is it is weird because, you know, it's been a while since we've seen Saitama. It's also funny, like, you get to kind of the catch-up page with the cast of characters. And yeah. every time it's just Saitama and Genos. And I don't think either of them have been in the <laughs> that's for, a good like, point. several Didn't Genos, months. Didn't Genos get, like, blown out by that? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was like fighting a monster, and yeah, pretty much got wrecked. Yeah, yeah um, like, several months ago. I, I want to see the hero killer again. I really liked him, the guy who yeah, kind of looked like Vegeta. Right. Yeah. I thought because because I just recently saw just this was just on Twitter, and this this didn't happen recently, but you know there was a, a panel of him fighting the dog hero, the oh, guy yeah. who dresses like a uh, I guess you know he's like a furry or something, and he was like you know countering all of um all of uh, I forget the hero killer's name. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he was countering all of his punches with like a like a handshake. His like paw was on on his hand in every single <laughs> panel. It was I was like, oh man, I missed that guy. I want to see him come back? So I and I think that one of the things that's uh, with One Punch Man right now is to reference another manga. It's like already kind of having its dress rosa moment from. One Piece. There's a oh. lot. There's a lot going on. When okay, you think I think about it, I think you're. I it's, think it's not on the same scale. Don't get me wrong. Not but, even close. <laughs> but there, there's a lot going on right now. When you really, like, I mean, I guess you've got is. all these different characters in different places that are dealing with entirely different, like not entirely different things. They're still like a but core I feel like, threat. Like t- on a textual level, you're you're having to process less like things people are saying. I, I, I know. I was yeah. being. Yeah. Okay. I was exaggerating, yeah, yeah. but there, there's definitely like. We go for, as we've said, we're go- we've gone for a while without seeing Saitama or with Genos. Right. Um, and so you kind of get that moment where a new chapter comes out and we'll like see Saitama again and there'll be like the moment of like, okay, what was going on with him again? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually um, don't even remember what, I know he got, he got uh, he, disqualified. He, yeah. He's since left the Because he was so seen as like, because he was. Maybe just after he left. Because his wig blew off or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the art is still incredible. <laughs> and seeing all those, like, you know, we've gotten to see tons of great uh, hero designs. Now we're seeing tons of great monster designs. Yeah. You know, even maybe I'm not, like, I'm getting, like, a bit bored with the story, but who cares? It still looks yeah. so cool. I mean, I have to, I guess we have to give one more credit, too, because he's the one who comes up with the actual designs, right? Yeah. I mean, with the, I mean, yeah. obviously, Murata makes them more... Uh, but but one is like the creative, right? Which makes person. me wonder. I never read the the web, actual web comic. I I wonder if uh, how much of the original was kind of like this, where it was hmm. more just story as opposed hmm. to gags. I don't know. I don't know. That might yeah, be something interesting to check out one month. Yeah. I uh, I I looked, and it it seems like unless I'm mistaken. Um, the webcomic went up to 109 chapters. Okay. And, but it seems like it hasn't updated in a long time. I, yeah, I'm a little confused as to whether one is actually still continuing the webcomic and if Murata is just like kind of adapting it or if they are just kind of converging into what is being, what is in Shonen Jump now, just the actual manga that Murata is drawing because I'm not sure because I've never actually read that original comic, so. I don't know if I brought this comparison up for, I don't know if uh, this is just 
slightly tangential. It just kind of ties into what we were talking about with the designs and the concepts. Zach, do you watch uh, the Venture Brothers at all? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. A lot of like these characters remind me they, yeah, the Venture Brothers. You know, it's a sort of a Johnny Quest parody that got went off the rails in a great way. Yes, and they like clearly like start off with what would be like a name that we can then turn into like a sort of superhero, supervillain, like you know, come up with the gimmick. Like you know, um, my for example, my favorite ex- my favorite example is it's like all right. Radical left. Yeah, that's a term. <laughs> How do we turn this into a character? Okay, he's like two-faced, only his left side is like, you know, <laughs> an anarcho-socialist. <laughs> and so, without being like as pop culture-y, uh, that's kind of what some of these like characters in uh, One Punch Man remind me of. Of just let's think, let's think of just like who is something doc- crazy who and is, then go with it. Who is the Dr. Orpheus? Of One Punch Man. Is there a wizard? <laughs> yeah, has there been, I don't know. I don't if know there's that been there's any been magic a... yet. No, Maybe. Not really. I mean, there, one, there was one of those sisters who was kind of like an ice. Oh, oh, oh um, uh, tornado well, think, and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the tornado and then in the blizzard. Yeah, right. The two sisters, right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's as close as it gets. Sort of, yeah, but yeah. nothing. Yeah, nothing like explicitly like, like a wizard, like Doctor Strangey. Yeah. Yeah. The horary host of and all that <laughs> um and so the other uh superhero series that's running and shonen jump right now as that's really taking off it seems yeah, it's my hero academia it's since we last talked it seems talked it seems like uh it's gotten super it's, popular. It's totally, um, I think it's, yeah. oh, go ahead, Zach, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I, there are, like, Funko Pops for it now, yeah. so you I know. know it's, like, hit it big. You know, you yeah, know, you've got the Funko Pops. That's, yeah, I mean, it, I think, uh, I want to say within the last year, it's really taken off because of the anime. Right. Um, and because I think, I was I was mentioning this, maybe I mentioned this on the last podcast, I'm not sure, but um, with, with Bleach ending, with Naruto ending, um, I think maybe it's kind of inching its way into one of those spots as like yeah, one of the big kind of um, uh, flagship, flagship uh, series of Shonen Jump now, along with One Piece. Um, and what else would be good? Yeah, that's a, I don't, I don't <laughs> that's know. a good question. Because like One Punch Man, like I was saying, like we've mentioned before, I feel like it's kind of in a different league. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't, in its own category. Yeah. It's maybe like Food Wars, maybe. It could Probably. Be. Maybe, yeah. But, but it's, it's like not got, like it's a sort of, it's like a semi-fighting in quotes manga yeah. yeah it's a shonen quote-unquote fighting manga but it's cooking fighting right. so it, it's like yeah it's a similar niche but not quite the, i mean maybe honestly maybe black clover might be the yeah, next thing because right. that's yeah. getting pretty popular too it, it could be like the next i i think it just was announced maybe at san diego or, or at another the, uh, anime convention that there will be an adaptation next year yeah. oh that makes sense yeah, yeah. But even even before that announcement, I noticed you know it seemed to be pretty popular. So maybe that will be the next one. You never know. Um, but about you know this past month, I think I think we said this last time we talked. But I really do feel this series just gets better and better. It does. Yeah, it is kind of the definition of it. Just gets everything gets better. Like the characters get better, the stories get better. Even I've noticed the villains like, get better. He had that. He had that like one moment where it seems like he was rushing with some deadlines, and so we had some incomplete panels. But since then, it even seems his art's getting better. Right. Like, 
some of these past chapters have just been so action packed in terms of like, yeah, you can special, yeah uh, with the uh, fat gum and uh, uh, Kirishima, Kirishima um, with their whole like little sword and shield or was it yeah, they spear fought, and shield? So they fought uh, these two characters. Um, they're still infiltrating this, uh, this, um, I guess gangsters hideout, the villains hideout basically. Um, and, uh, they fought these two guys. One of them said he was a spear. The other guy said he's a shield. But basically what that means is that the, the spear guy like only attacks and the shield guy creates like a shield around the he's spear guy. Out. And I don't remember his name, but yeah, they are, they kind of fought in tandem and then so did uh, fat gum and Kirishima against them. And, and fat gum kind of unveiled. He had this cool ability where, you know, you see, he's this like big fat guy who kind of looks really comical, but then you realize that like it looks almost like uh, Betamax from Figure yes, Six. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. He kind of looks like him, except he's a person. He's got of? a mouth, like he's got a different mouth. Yeah, and, like yeah. And then like you find out that uh, he becomes swole gum. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Just... like as he's he absorbs hits and becomes like looks more human. It's weird. Like, just like gets ripped. Yeah, it gets super ripped, and then he's able to like I guess channel the energy of him being hit but yeah, had, into a punch. You had these like sequences of uh, this fight that just had like both Fat Gum and uh, Kirishima, Kirishima um, <laughs> were just like getting wailed on, and he just made you feel each of those blows. Yeah, it, it looked just intense. Yeah, and it really added to. That's the sort of thing that it really takes, like, a good artist, like, just panel after panel of someone getting hit. You can easily make something like that really boring. It's yeah. Like, yep, yep. You know, it's like the equivalent of uh, how people always make fun of, you know, the old Dragon Ball Z anime. You know, just, oh, they're still powering up. Right, you, yeah. When you just do the same thing over and over again, if it's not, like, done with pizzazz, right. <laughs> just the same thing over and over again. Whereas yeah. in this case, it made it instead just yeah intense although the um, the one thing that i think my hero academia is really lacking or at least just just from what i and i have i have there are some chunks of it i haven't read um though i am familiar with what happens it feels like it hasn't really had a big iconic fight yet like one that i'm thinking like yeah that was a cool fight like you know luffy versus crocodile in one piece or you know you know goku versus frieza you know, and I guess the closest in my hero academia so far was like All Might versus uh, All for One, which wasn't even that long. I think it was like two chapters. Yeah, that wasn't very long. Um, and you thought that was going to be, which I guess made it interesting. Like it really wasn't as like super, you know, kind of world earth shattering as I thought it would be. But I do I, think I do think um... I got his name right this time. I think I've been saying One for All for a while, but his name is All for One. <laughs> It's the opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah, it's, one for all is the power. Is the, is the ability? Yeah, it's, and it's, it's altruistic all for one. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I apologize for that. Okay. I, I that do. would be a very forgivable mistake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do wonder. Um, you know, I notice a lot of his fights tend to not, especially compared to other like yeah. fighting manga. You know, they don't tend to take very long. Yeah, and which I, I guess do, is kind of nice. Well, I also do wonder if it's part of. Uh, obviously, he is a huge. American superhero uh, comic fan. Right. Yeah. And so his fights tend to be still, you know, just because it is, um, you know, manga tends to have um, just naturally a bit more decompression to it. Um, they Maybe they might go on a little bit longer than 
you know, a single issue fight you would see in Green Lantern or Amazing Spider-Man, something like that. But I wonder if maybe um, his influence from uh, superhero comics has some sort of role in that as well. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. I I also think that maybe shonen manga fights, at least with like the big boss, the big arc villain, it always seems to be kind of like an ideals fight. It's like, you know, I trust my friends and you don't kind of thing. And there's kind of this whole, there's like a drawn out, usually kind of monologue or just kind of a dialogue between the villain and the protagonist about their ideals and why, you know, the villain is so wrong and deserves to be defeated and stuff like that i mean i guess that happens in superhero comics too but it's i feel like it's usually more kind of idealistic and like kind of innocent and pure and i don't know i don't know how to explain it it just feels a little different now here's here's something that i've been wondering about about what you might think zach my hero academia is it more claremont burn um, etc. Claremont and many other people, uh, X Men, or is it more Wolfman, Perez, Teen Titans? Um, I may be like a bad person to ask because I've I've never read much of that era of X Men. Uh, okay. Um, it's just never been like. I mean, I'm familiar See, with it, but it was just never really on my radar necessarily. Um. But I I think that My Hero Academia strikes me more of like an X Men analog. Okay, see a lot of, a lot of people say that, and I see why. But I honestly I feel there's something about the tone to it that like obviously you have the actual school for gifted youngsters, quite literally, right, right. Um, <laughs> And so obviously that's a reference point, but something about the tone makes me think of, uh, those, um, late seventies, early eighties, um, Wolfman and Perez, like new teen Titans ish. Yeah. I guess if you had to like draw out that comparison, I think you're probably onto something because it is like much younger. Whereas like, I think by that point with the X-Men, it was kind of focusing on like a lot of the older X-Men, correct? Like they were, yeah, it was about like kind of the new class. Um, you know, they weren't they weren't there were new X Men, but they weren't really students anymore, right? And you know, that's the iconic. You know, as much as like the school is an iconic part of X Men, Claremont's um, X Men is the iconic X Men, and that doesn't really have too much to do with the school in Uncanny, at least. You know, once he did New Mutants, yeah, sure. Yeah, so you're you're yeah. probably onto something in terms of the tone yeah i could see that yeah i still say that like this is like i think one of the best pure superhero comics being made it is today i mean i'm granted i've fallen behind on like marvel completely and i'm as much as i talk about how i'm enjoying dc rebirth i'm still only reading like five or six books i'm not like you who have to read everything everything. (laughs) Do you feel like this is something that a lot of people that read mostly Western comics could like at least find something? Or do you think it's like oh, still kind of... A- no, I totally think that <laughs> this is extremely accessible to like American yeah. superhero comic fans. And I think that this is something that 
a lot of those fans are probably sort of like clamoring for. There's not that's like a good a, way to put it, you know? Yeah, yeah that's a lot of the sort of things that people talk about missing in current superhero comics are kind of here. You know, this it, he's done a real good job of um, establishing this kind of like staged feeling of legacy. Obviously these aren't like real like right. legacy characters that have been around right. for decades, but he has done a real good job of like making it get feel. that same sort of feeling like, yeah. you know, yeah. so- getting to see Deku and All Might. It's like, oh, it's like there's Barry a- and Wally or something right, like that. Right, there's a history. Yeah, you know what it kind of reminds me of? I don't know if you're reading this, Walt, but uh, Black Hammer. Oh, I haven't. I've heard it's so good. Jeff Lemire and Dean Ornstrom. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Honestly, I, I feel like you would be a total mark for it because yeah, it's, it rips me. a lot on it rips on a lot of like classic DC history and tropes and stuff. Um, yeah. I, now that's a good point. I keep forgetting. I need to check that out, but it, it kind of reminds me of that in the same way and that it kind of manufactures, I guess, for lack of a better word, a history. Yeah. Without yeah. Actually having it, you know, like you get yeah. that sense of this is a story or this is a world that has been going on for a long time. Yeah, it makes you feel like it's always been there. Right. Yeah. I also feel like there's a lot of emotional earnestness in My Hero Academia, and I feel like that's kind of something I like about the Shonen series I really enjoy, even if some of it is cheesy and doesn't always hit the mark. Like, One Piece, there are... Okay, I will freely admit, I have cried reading One Piece before, but (laughs) not too many times, like maybe once or twice. Um, There are definitely some sad moments, uh, and like you know, moments that don't really work, but overall I think it's very like earnest and it's like just kind of. Right. It, it never feels like it's faking it. It's right. like just trying to be and emotional. Maybe do you is. feel like, like, I feel like it's just, I, I don't know what it is with my hero academia. I feel like it's kind of doing the same thing. Um, I haven't really gotten emotional reading my hero academia, but um, I just, the whole thing with like, you know, I mean, Deku's whole story, I feel like is very, kind of that sort of thing like yeah and i think that maybe like plays a lot into why it's so popular right now and why it's kind of positioning it positioning itself as one of the successors to that kind of you know naruto bleach yeah one yeah. piece legacy yeah yeah all right uh, next we'll talk briefly about uh food wars um right now we're still in the Team Shokugeki. Team Shokugeki. Um, we've had our. I haven't read any of the chapters with our lovely mimic fellow. I, as, Me neither. I missed those. I, yeah. Same. But <laughs> at, at first, it seemed like too outland. Obviously, all these characters in Food Wars have like certain skills that really it's this like was, okay. No one was, is really that. This was like the first magic power, though. I felt like. That, almost. That's why I felt almost. like the first, like la- not the one that came out this right. week, but the one before. The way that it kind of was introduced, like made me feel like, is this just legit magic? Yeah, like I think it was said. a stylistic thing. But then um, this chapter, I think, made it seem like okay. You know, the the suspension of disbelief was back. We saw more. It wasn't just he like watched somebody and instantly copied him. He like spent time kind of right. practicing and trying to perfect their styles. I thought that was pretty interesting. That. 
turned it around completely for me. Whereas like at first I was like, eh, I don't know about this. And then I'm like, Oh, ooh, interesting. Yeah. It's, it felt little Jojo to me. Like there were some poses that guy did that were very, yeah, he did like to pose. Yes. By food war standards. Which also made it jump out to me. I was like, okay, people do pose in Food, food Wars, but it feels different than it does in, say, JoJo. Um, and he's all huge and muscly. He's too. huge, yeah, too. He's like he's like a typical JoJo's Bizarre Adventure character. Yeah. Um, I, I'm interested to see how this one plays out. You know, the, their team won the last one. And so the idea that they're going for, I guess, is that he's going to be just as good as the other guy. Right. But he's going to have helped Kuga. So that way together that bumps Kuga above. But I don't know. Like just, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to like meta plot too much, you think, know, and like think from a plot point of view, are they going to win again? Would it make more sense in the plot for them to lose? And then it's more exciting when they're up again. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think, as we've seen yeah. with my predictions, they don't work. So I think I there's definitely going to be an upset in this round. Yeah. Yeah. Because have we have we seen what's uh, been going going on with the third? Pair? See, um, not is that? Well, Rindo? there was Rindo. Yeah, we Rindo had a little bit of that. That was how the that was how the fight. That started. was the crocodile thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like three. I think there's actually three matches going on right now, and they're kind of going between all of them. Yeah. Because you see Rindo and that other guy preparing their food as they're talking about, like, whoa, what did Kuga just do kind of thing. That's right. And we had the flashback about his uh, ramen shop. Yeah. And so Kuga is going up against the first seat of uh, the central. So I I think you're right, Zach. I think also because this whole thing is, like, Kuga wants to beat this guy. Though at the same time, it's like, okay, he lost the first time. So that makes me think, like, oh, you know, narratively, in a meta sense, like, he has to win this time. But maybe that's not the case. Yeah. But it's, I'm, I'm really liking this whole like uh, team thing. It's a nice way to shake it up, um, all sorts of different ways that it can go differently. As we saw with the whole like surprise of oh, he's been helping Kuga this entire time. Yeah, I, I'll admit fun. when that happened, I was like, ooh, that's yeah, interesting. That's kind of, yeah. Um, but I, I do wonder how much it's. So they've got this team one. Then they'd have one more after this? I, I suppose it depends. I on can't that. remember. I think it's close to being over. Yeah. Um, I think someone probably has to fight one more person, maybe? No, he won. Yeah, he I don't won. Know. We'll see. Um, but um, the this, this most recent chapter I thought was really good. Um, as well, it was a reminder of how good... The art is, I think, you know, we've talked about before, but sometimes I forget for a little bit and that, that whole, uh, uh, fairly traditional approach of, um, manga of mixing the stylized characters with realistic backgrounds and objects. It's really effective sometimes. And this one, um, Emily mentioned to me earlier today when the like sushi platter is revealed <laughs> That looked I said, real Whoa, good. I want to eat that. Yeah, that looks good. <laughs> Which, yeah, I always feel like that about Food Watch, Food Wars food. Um. Yeah, but this time it was like, it actually looked like something I'd like, I mean, I guess sometimes I find it a little hard to connect to stuff I've actually eaten before, but this time it was pretty simple and I was like, man, because he, uh, it's a he, right? Yeah, the, the artist. 
Um, he he always does really like photorealistic food, pretty much. Right, because they want to make it look like something you could imagine eating. Right. Right. It's also been an interesting uh, time for One Piece. We passed the twentieth anniversary. Yep. Yep. Chapter. I think it was uh, two two weeks ago. Yeah. Two two issues ago. Yeah. Um, I think we're on our way out of the Big Mom mark. It's probably going to be another, I'd guess, probably ten chapters. Um. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not really sure what they're. I'm not really sure what they're doing with her because at first it seemed like. They were gonna they were gonna leave her to be like revisited later, which like you said, that could have been interesting. But they keep having this thing, they keep making me think like, oh well she's gonna appear again, they're just gonna knock her out. But the, I don't know. I just feel like they've gotta get and, the revelation that she ate her family. Yeah, they haven't first of all, <laughs> that's the big thing. They haven't they haven't delivered on her backstory yet, really, and that's yeah. always gotta happen. It's got um so I'm wondering, that's interesting to me. I'm wondering how Maybe maybe she, maybe they won't defeat her. Maybe they will reveal to her that she ate her family and her uh, well, not her family, but just like the orphan she grew right. up with and her caretaker, and that will like I mean, break that's her family. Break, <laughs> good point. <laughs> that, still pretty screwed up. That will break her mentally, and she will just. They beat her with the power of emotion, not with the power <laughs> of Luffy's fists. God, I mean that's pretty. That's pretty. I don't know. That doesn't seem like a, something One Piece would do, but I would I would laugh if that happened. It's... Yeah, it, I've been of two minds of this whole arc. You know, I, I I do feel it would have been more interesting to just be like, we'll come back for you another day. Like it seemed like they were going for possibly, but I guess they just have to be yeah. the big boss. As I wish always. I wish Big Mom weren't so like cutesy. I don't know. Like I feel, I mean, she's not cute. She's grotesque, but. Just, I didn't really like this whole, like, Wonderland thing they did with her. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I kind of wished it had been a little bit more menacing. Sure. I kind of, I didn't mind her actual power, but just, I don't know. I didn't think it really worked. It didn't really, it didn't really make me feel like she was a really threatening villain. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see how much longer it goes. You never know. I really have no idea. I do want to see the rest of the crew, though. Oda can always pull something out of a hat to make it stretch on for another hundred chapters. Hey. <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> I thought I thought all of Dressrosa was awesome, and all the haters can, uh, can uh, take it up with me later. But anyway. <laughs> um, we mentioned earlier Black Clover as well, and... It's been a bit of a, story-wise, I guess I'd say not much too interesting has been going on. It's a typical excuse to have a tournament. There's always a tournament. Yep. Yeah. Which that, you know, if that's something you're into, I think this, this has been a pretty good tournament arc, I guess. It's been, it's actually, you know, we talked about like short fight scenes in My Hero Academia. Yeah. And. I have been kind of surprised by how like every chapter has kind of just been like one. It, yeah, it does wrap up quickly. Yeah, um, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Um, it, it does just you. You wonder if he's like if they're uh, kind of getting the less major characters. Like, okay, here's them. Here's what they did. All right, yeah. next on to the next. Like, is there something like big being saved up for? Right, it? right. Because this, you, this, the scale of this tournament is kind of ridiculous. You have like 
I'm not sure how many teams it is, but there it's at least like 20 or so teams, right? Yeah, something like that. And there's three per- people on each team, so it's a like really large cast of characters and you do I do kind of think you're right that maybe he's just blowing through these like preliminary matches and that he'll probably drag out the later matches. Yeah. Cuz um, that, cuz that's normally something he's in that shonen fighting uh tradition of having some long drawn out battles typically you know we had a couple of months of the podcast starting out where it was like well we can't really talk about black clover because it's been the same fight and not much has changed wow um, right i did like one of my issues with black clover has been that there's a good amount of jokes in it but they're mostly awful it's, it's not it, <laughs> it's never really funny it tries to be, but it kind of fails most of the time. I did like this new guy. I forget his name. It, it was uh, oh, you told me about one of the, one of the princes. Is who, it the painter? Not the painter. That's okay. actually. I think the painter is fairly possibly interesting. But um, the guy who was like obsessed with beauty and all that. Oh yeah, one of the. Is he a? He's one of the royal. Vermilion is that the family name? Or yeah, is- yeah. I think so. Um, I remember what chapter that was in. And so, like, I had him, like, talking about, oh, your magic's so unsightly. And I was kind of chuckling at that. And, like, you had um, you, you had the uh, one member of the Black Bulls with the firepower. And me and names. Um, uh, I think his name is Magna, I think, is the one with fire. Yeah. And, sure. and uh, the... Um, and, you know, his teammates were kind of like, oh, man, you're weird. But then at the end, there was like, they all posed together. And it's like, oh, man, it's contag- it's contagious. I can't stop it. And that I actually laughed out loud. And I was like, okay, you finally got me to really laugh. So I was happy to see that humor is finally working out. In it, only took, it only took, what, 120 yeah, something chapters like or something? Um, yeah. I, I mean, we joke about having the obligatory tournament arc, but it does seem like it. What momentum they had, like with the whole like witches arc and everything, it does seem to make everything grind to a halt now. It's kind of like, oh, okay, that's nice, I guess. So I, I wonder if, you know, we're talking about maybe there's going to be some sort of big event um, as part of this that gets it back on track. Which again, it's that's pretty standard with this kind of thing. So I imagine that will probably be it. We'll have something that happens in this tournament that kind of yeah. gets things moving. Yeah, and I also think that in like shonen manga these kinds of tournaments are often used to highlight certain characters or bring them to the forefront a little bit more. Yeah, who you don't always get like the spotlight. Yeah, yeah, to, like maybe, you know, possibly elevate them in terms of like their place in the story. So who knows if something like that might happen. Right. Yeah. Um, we've also, uh, had up and down opinions. I would think of Dr. Stone. I was really pleased with him when it first started coming out. Um, but lately I feel story wise, I'm just kind of like kind of getting a little bored with it. Maybe. Yeah. But the art is still just 
really impressive. Yeah, I, think. I feel like it would be. It's mostly. Um, I don't think it's ever like really, really below average. Um, I feel like it's either average to a little bit above average, mostly because of the art. Yeah, the art's doing um, a lot of the. Yeah, it's, heavy lifting. it's fun to look at. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of just feels like stuff happens. And I guess, I guess you could say that about anything really, uh, at its, at its most, you know, at its smallest level. But like, it does kind of just seem to be like a fetch quest. It's like, okay, we're going to make this now. Um, you know, and I, you know, I guess you could, uh, again, you could say the same thing about food wars. Like, you know, this is just an excuse for them to make this dish, but at least, I don't know. There's like, it it is interesting because there is a lot of similarity there and I don't know what makes it better in food wars. They're just making food rather than I mean, well, I think the characters are a lot better. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Seku's all right. He's okay. But he's just kind of all right. Yeah. And maybe, I do feel like maybe Dr. Stone is one of those series where I don't think, I don't think I'll stop reading it or anything, but um, I feel like maybe it is one of those series, like it could find its footing eventually. And I'll be like, okay, this is what we were waiting for as far as like where I want this story to go. If anywhere, um, I don't know. I, I can't say one way or the other if like this is actually going to turn out to be really good or if it's still just kind of stay like, eh, you know, yeah. kind of just a, kind of above average, like a little bit, but not great. No, I do think yeah. that this past chapter was very funny and ter- like just all the different faces and everything that were going on yeah. as they were like trying to make the uh, they were trying- iron and all the that. Iron, yeah. 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 It was just a hoot to see some of the stuff that yeah. was on the page. He's really invested in those those goofy faces, which normally I... I mean, it depends, because he doesn't do, like, the normal, like, anime faces, really. He kind of does more, like, the Oda-style, really Overdone. crazy faces. Yeah. Not, not like, the sweat drop and, like, you know, eyes that are just a line and a dot kind of thing that you see in a lot of other stuff. It's more... Yeah, it's more detailed, crazy faces, um... Yeah, there was there was one chapter. I don't think it was. No, it was this week's. Um, kind of like towards the beginning, where the female character is yeah. like yelling at them, and yeah. her head like grows, and she yeah. almost kind of like, looks like a titan. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's thing, ex- you know, that's actually exactly what I thought. I thought she looked like a titan from uh, from Attack on Titan. Her face. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but but yeah, on a whole, I think this, I think this kind of like tangent that the story has gone on is not it's not bad, but it's also it's yeah. just kind of weird. They've like introduced a whole new cast of characters and kind of like yeah, I don't feel like the conflict is strong enough anymore. Like <laughs> that, that's a good way to put it. Um, right now, I don't really feel any stakes in what's yeah, going on. Yeah, there's just there's just, just they don't like him. What's his face ran away, or I don't even remember where the bad guy went. I don't even crap. I used to know his name. I just haven't seen him for a while. Um, you know, Taiju and the other girl went off to. Uh, oh, they were chasing after him. Never mind. That's right. right. They were chasing after him. Uh, and like now, it's like okay. So what's the like? What's causing the we're problems now? We're suspicious of you. Yeah. We're still suspicious of you. Yeah. It's still suspicious. It's That's just basically what it's. Yeah. It's not quite as exciting, right? All right. Yeah. To uh, wrap up this section, we're going to talk about my favorite thing to make predictions incorrectly about. <laughs> um, as it's become a bit of a running joke. Uh, yeah. Promise Neverland has 
gone at this point I will stop with the wrong predictions probably because yeah. it's it's gone in somewhere I totally didn't see coming um we've learned about kind of the secret history of yeah the world feel much bigger than it did before yeah um I I still get a somewhat obviously everything else in the story is so totally different but I keep whenever they talk about like the children's books it still gives me like monster vibes yeah um, right the... but everything else is completely different so <laughs> that's, right. but uh, we, we like met those religious demons which I thought was a very interesting that was cool yeah it was kind of like they were vegans um, I actually well yeah yeah they were like we I don't, too don't eat humans they were like, I don't eat humans for for religious reasons like oh that's cool um I do feel like, and it really, it's really a shame because I, I do like this series um, and I like reading it week to week. I think it's, it's, and, and despite like, I mean, I don't want to say the story is like super complicated, but like stuff has happened, but I'm able to, you know, pretty much remember like the main plot points, um, uh, you know, quite, quite a feat with a comic made for probably like 14 year olds. Um, but I I do feel like the writing, and I don't know if this is the translation or if it's just in the original, I feel like the writing is, like, a little bit bland. Like, the dialogue, um, at least just, like, character to character, it kind of feels really samey. Yeah, it's, um, it's... Nobody really has, like, a voice that I can really distinguish from anyone else talking. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm Especially when it does, that. like, kind of, like, an internal thing. Yeah. And then it'll, like, go over a few different panels while there's some sort of like internal uh, monologue and it shows like a bunch of different people and you're kind of like, wait, who's talking? Yeah. I feel like that's like, happened. That's happened a couple of times recently. Just yeah. Like, which, which one of them is it? And there, it, yeah. do, it doesn't, yeah, there really isn't like a distinct voice. I don't think. Yeah. Which is probably its main weakness, right? Now. Yeah. It's, it's definitely more of a plot driven thing than like a character driven, I would say. I mean, and while I, I think I care like enough about the cast, I guess I'm not really like super invested in them at this point. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's moving along. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely going places. <laughs> going into alternate well i guess we don't know if this is like another dimension or just like a blocked off part of the world or something it's just separate is it it like literally half the world or is it something i was a little i was a little confused about that too i i I thought that what they said was that half of the world had this split and half of the world had no demons whatsoever Hmm. like is that yeah, I thought it was just oh, okay. Like half it was just, all demons. I really don't know. Half oh. all demons, half no well, demons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All demons plus the like people farms. That they... Yeah, but then there are like m- p- privileged people, I guess, that don't get eaten. Like, how does that? How does Which that work? Which is probably what Norman is. I said no predictions. I'll stop it. <laughs> I don't know. Norman's probably not dead. I mean, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> it's it is weird that like you know they've re- that we've gone this long. And it's just been kind of like the two main characters, you know, yeah. like Norman's out. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Yeah. I do think he'll make his triumphant return. I almost like really expected one of the, yeah. the, the two like hooded figures <laughs> to be Norman, but 
Yeah. I, I feel like I eventually he'll he will appear like that though. Like it'll be a last yeah, panel th- a last panel thing and they'll be like, You're dot 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 you know and then huh. Yeah. We'll see. Like I still like at I have no like pulse on like how long the series is gonna go because yeah. that's the thing that's yeah it's like i feel like like my hero academia and like food wars and those i feel like could go on forever yeah and maybe yeah. it's just like the nature of shonen manga and because yeah. this is not like that this feels like it should have a finite end in sight yeah you know, even if it's you know a hundred chapters away i just this doesn't feel and, like something that can go on no. indefinitely. But then when you're like reading it next to all these other things that, yeah, could go, go on forever, the very fact that it clearly will have some sort of definite end, it makes it feel like it's always coming up like yeah. tomorrow. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it could go maybe, I don't think it's going to go more than a couple hundred. And by a couple hundred, I mean like maybe, I mean, God, this seems so far away, but you never know. Um I mean, you know, something like Full Metal Alchemist, I don't, I don't know how many. I feel like it had, like, 17 volumes or something. Or I think it was one. actually 27, I think. Okay, tw- okay. <laughs> okay, oh, sorry. I was thinking of Monster. Never mind. Oh, okay. um, I feel like um, it could maybe be between those two, like, somewhere between, like, a Monster, which is just kind of a self-contained thriller, and then something like Full Metal Alchemist, which was a shonen series, but it was significantly shorter than, you know, a one piece or a bleach. Yeah. Or even like, like um, one note on uh, no, death note. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard of that crossover. One note? <laughs> like death note was, um, a, it was a uh, 108 chapters. So, you know, I could, okay. Something like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. It wasn't super long by, by manga standards, by shonen standards. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. I, as I said, I should stop predicting. I've just been terribly, yeah. terribly wrong. Every I'm, time. I'm gonna stop predicting. Ray's too. dead for real, guys. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Never coming back. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's it for this month. As we said earlier in the uh, first half, next month we will be talking about Death Note, the Netflix movie, and we can't wait for it. I mean, oh, sort of. I can't wait. It's one of those things, you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, I'm Walt Richardson. I am back on Twitter after a bit of a break or studying at Waltor, W-A-L-T-O-R-R. Please follow me because I now have six followers because I was gone for long enough that they deleted off all my information. <laughs> um, right. Including you, Zach. You need to follow me back. That's very I'll important. Back on there. The, the, co-ho- the co-host bond. Yeah. Um, so that's me. Please follow me in. <laughs> He's not, to the things he's not that desperate at all. No. No. You now have um, 10 followers. Uh, I'm on, uh, I'm Emily. Uh, I'm on Twitter at, uh, at 1000 throws. And that's just the number 1000. Um, my feed is, uh, you know, your feed is very good. Just, I'm glad you think that, uh, it, it's mostly Japanese stuff. Um, I mean, clearly I'm on the manga podcast, uh, but it's mostly like retweets and stuff. Uh, but so, I mean, you know, if you feel like following me, go for it. I, I don't bite. Talk to me. Talk to me about One Piece. And, and uh, yeah. 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 And I'm, again, Zach. I'm on Twitter as SirFox89. I just, 
I mostly retweet things like <laughs> funny. I think you're. Takes. I think you're. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, that's fine. I think you're a little. Mean. I think you're a little less active than Walter and I on Twitter. That's fine. Yeah, oh, that's um, funny. Yes, Sir Fox eighty nine just followed me. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next month. Yep. And see you then. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye.